Hey, 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 y'all. Good morning or good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. <laughs> Welcome back to the session. It's your girl, Morgan. And I uh, just want to start, as always, by just saying thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I'm super grateful for the audience that I do have, the audience that I will have. Just the fact that I am blessed enough to be able to have the opportunity to come and speak to you all and audiate my thoughts as well. So to get right into it, today's episode is about trusting the process and enjoying the process. Uh, A lot of times I feel like everyone and especially people my age, because I'm 23, for those of you who do not know, we we have this notion that success success is immediate like if i graduate college or i finish a program or i i i i reach this milestone i've made it so success should be here because i did what i was supposed to do for this given amount of time and that's negative that is negatory that is not how it works you have to understand that there is always a process because the process will teach you what you need in order to not squander your blessing once you have it Because a lot of times people will say, well, if I just had this, all my problems would be solved. No, it wouldn't. If you had that, you would probably just waste it and then be right in the same position, if not a worse position, because you weren't prepared for your blessing. If you got $1,000 right now, you would probably go empty your sheen cart right now instead of paying your bills and then still be behind on bills next month after you got the money. Like, You just have to be realistic with yourself and understand that there's a reason why you're going through what you're going through. There's certain lessons that you have to learn before you receive the next level of blessing because you have to be prepared for it. You have to be appreciative for it and grateful for it. So that way you will truly be able to take advantage of your blessing. And you also have to understand how much of a blessing the present moment is. Because I say this all the time that you have the point that you're at now is a point that you wish to be at at some point in time. And some some people are like, oh, da, 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 da. it's not that. I'm in the worst position of my life. Da, 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 da. But you're alive. And you're learning something. Because if you're aware that you don't like where you're at, that means that you're also aware of the fact that you can change that. You are aware that something can be done. I hope that's why why you would listen. I appreciate the fact that you support me, but I want you all to be able to receive knowledge that has helped me and that has helped so many people achieve more in their life because you are capable of so much more than you believe. Because oftentimes I find like we plan and we're like, I want this. Because I remember I was like, oh, well, I just want to be a teacher. But now I can teach in studios and I can teach in cafes and open mic nights. And I've been blessed to like teach in all these different places that are not a classroom. But if I would have told myself, nope, the only place I want to teach is in a high school classroom, high school band room. I would have blocked my blessing. I would have blocked professional gigs that I've had up until this point. And you just have to understand that you have to connect yourself to the source. If you are connected to God and the universe and just understand that there is a path already set for you. And it's just a matter of whether you're going to fully live up to that potential of what is out there for you. Because I promise you there are dreams and that you have that are 
nowhere near close to what is actually planned for you. Don't limit yourself by having the expectation that your thoughts are the exact place where you can go and no further. Don't block your blessing because you've always decided that you want to work for a company as a manager when your real calling was to be the CEO. But you had to work under a CEO so you can learn how his company works before you could become the CEO. And a lot of people don't see it like that. They're like, well, I just want to be a CEO now, so I'm just going to work for myself. And da, da, da. What, you're going to work for a company that has zero value, literally? Or are you going to learn? Are you going to go be a manager for somebody else and learn the skills, learn the standard operation procedures, learn what you like and you don't like about management so that way you can go take it to yourself and your employees that you will have and you have to have forward thinking like that. Everything that happens to you happens to you for a reason. And so you just have to enjoy the process. The process is teaching you things and life is trying to whisper you the secret to your success if you listen hard enough. It's just so often we get in our own way or we give into our emotion or we get into things that don't serve us. When you got to understand life is about you. Life only takes the direction that you give it. Because if you say that you're going to be somewhere, I promise you will be. If you truly believe it, because it comes down to what you believe and not necessarily what you say. Because when I say what I say is what I believe, but that's not always true for most people. So it's what you believe in your heart of hearts will happen because you can say, oh, I'm going to be a business owner. But then in in your heart, when you're like, well, I'm going to be working at this job forever because I'm not going to get enough capital or start my own business. You will be stuck at that job forever, not starting your business because you don't truly believe in yourself. You don't believe in the vision that God's given you for yourself. And you have to understand that nobody else is blessed with that vision. So if you go to the grave like if you're sitting on your deathbed and just imagine because this is Les Brown this is who I heard say it like this and it just makes so much sense to me is if you're on your deathbed and you're sitting there with all the dreams that you regret not acting on how many dreams would be standing around you how many ideas would be looking at you saying I chose you I came to you and you alone to bring me to fruition and now you're burying me with you to never see the light of day again What will be left when you are gone? Because Denzel Washington says this all the time. There will never be a U-Haul behind a hearst. So the time is now to act in the present, to trust the process and to live your life to the fullest because we so often take for granted the breath that we expect to come, but it's not guaranteed. So I challenge you to evaluate your process. Think about your long-term goal and then think about your daily life and what, and think about everything you do, the people you hang around, the books you read, if you read, the time you spend on social media instead of working, that evaluate your routine and see, am I working towards what I want or am I just trying to let it come to me? Because don't get me wrong. I understand that God got you and I agree. But at the same time, faith without work is dead. You have to act. God gave you free will for a reason. You have to move yourself down the path of success. Because if not, if you're stagnant, you will be on a slow decline. It's like climbing a mountain. If you stop climbing, 
like a steep mountain. If you stop climbing, you can hold on for a little bit. But eventually you're either going to slide down or you're going to keep climbing up. So it's up to you. Which direction are you going? Because I really feel like there is no there is no stagnant. There is no holding pattern. There's always something that you can do to progress yourself. And there's always stuff you can do to bring you down. So I ask you, are you moving forward or backward? Are you moving forward and letting people who don't have your best interests at heart make it harder for you to move forward? Do you have people dragging you backward with them because they see the potential and they don't want you to do better than them? So they invite you. That's why they invite you out. That's why they don't ask about your business idea or your book or your songs or whatever it is that you do. They don't ask you about that because they don't see that potential and greatness in you that you see in yourself. And then at that point, you need to reevaluate who you hang around, period. Because when, the, when two and three gather, it's amazing. You don't need a whole clique of people. You don't need validation from other people. Because I truly, I've had to reevaluate myself on this subject because I'm very much a people pleaser and have been in the past way more than I am now. But it's it was always so hard for me to say no because I had to realize my intention was not to be a good person. It was my intention was to have other people think that I was a good person and a nice person and someone who they could come to if they needed anything. And I did it to myself. I wanted them to think so highly of me that I would literally self-deprecate myself sometimes. I put myself in worse positions just because I wanted, not only did I want other people to succeed, but I wanted them to think that I was nice enough to do it. That I was willing to go the extra mile. And I just had to realize that life is not about other people. You are the main character in your life, the captain of your ship the captain of your soul and nobody else is responsible for your life and you have to deal with the consequences of your actions and your life so if you let other people dictate it and then you have to live up with the consequences that is not a fair trade how are you gonna tell me what to do and then leave me with the mess to clean up negatory (laughs) so i just i i wanted to harp on that because I feel like so often and even I'm guilty of this myself we get so hyper focused on the future that we forget to live in the present we forget that the only moment that is guaranteed is the present that yes I pray that you will have a lifelong journey a well-lived long and fruitful life but the fact of the matter is is you don't know when you're going to get called home you don't know when your last breath will be so you need to make every breath worthy enough to be the last breath every moment when you wake up in the morning you need to say what am I gonna do to make this day the best day if this was my last day what would I do and if what you're about to go do is not what you would do on your last day you need to reevaluate that because you should enjoy the you should love the process the struggle makes you so much more appreciative when you have it having a car I'm so much more appreciative of it because at one point I got on a car accident and had to walk everywhere 
So even being in my little hoopty, I'm grateful because it's not having to walk miles to work or school. And most people, oh, well, yeah, it's just a hoopty. Okay, but it gets me to point A to point B while you walking on two feet. So, (laughs) and that's the thing. You can't ever let other people's perceptions or judgments of you change you in the way that you believe in yourself. Because nobody is blessed with the vision that you have for yourself. And nobody can truly change anything for you because you have to make that decision for yourself. You have to say, I have this vision. I know that I'm possible. I know that it's possible. And this version of me who is going to be able to execute this vision is possible if I just hunker down and do what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to stop worrying about everybody else. You need to stop being kicked up under your boyfriend or girlfriend. And you need to handle your business. You need to understand that only you can enact your vision. Only you can make what you see come to fruition. Because other people can try their best, but it will never be exactly what you see. And... You have to live, like I said, you just have to live up to your full potential. You wouldn't have been blessed with that dream if you weren't capable of doing, excuse me, of doing it. Anything that happens to you happens for you. This process is so that when you get there, when you have lived your life, you can be happy with it. When I finish When I am on my last breath, one thing I want to be known is that I did everything I could. I was intentional with who and what I did. And I have learned what I need to learn and I do not need to come back as a human in this life. I poured into my communities. I've poured into myself and now my last breath can lay with me being at peace with how I left the world. So enjoy the process. Take a break from the work and understand that you don't get time back. Time is the most valuable currency because nobody can give you more of it. Nobody can change the quality of it for you. You have to do that for yourself. So bless yourself by living up to your fullest potential and stop wasting time. I had to have that conversation with myself. You are BSing. You know that if you would have put your head down and just grinded, you could have already been where you wanted to be. And working on getting more. But now you're here. Now is the time for you to make that decision. And say I'm going to work for this. To say that I am not afraid. And it's not that you're not afraid at all. Because we all have some level of fear. But to have the courage. To have much more courage that outweighs the fear. 
So trust the process. Enjoy the process. Because once you get to the destination, you'll realize that you don't have this opportunity again. You will never be able to go back to your 20s and your 30s when you're 60 and 70. So do all you can now to be the best you can be and to live up to your full potential. So when you leave this life and go on to the next, you can say that you did well. And not even that you can say it, but other people will acknowledge it. You did well. You impacted other people. And you may not be in the history books. You may not be famous, but you can be great. Dr. King uh, has this quote where he says, not everybody can be famous, but everyone can be great because greatness is determined by service. So how are you serving others? How are you walking in your purpose of life and fulfillment? What are you doing to reach it? And once you have that answer, be diligent, be headstrong and do it. Because my challenge to my generation, so I'm speaking to my 16 to 30 year olds, it is our time, young people. It's our time in the world to bring in a new age. So often we wait for parents and grandparents to do things, but you have to understand we are now moving into that time where we are slowly becoming the parents. Where we are slowly having children and becoming parents. That the children will have children and we will be the grandparents. And we have to understand that there's a certain time where you just have to say it's time to step up. It's time for me to stop making excuses and execute. Because to close and to quote Dr. King one last time. There's a poster that I got from the Lorraine Motel with his quote on it that says vision. And it has a picture of him in Washington, D.C. at the Freedom March in 1963. And he said that genuine leaders have the ability to articulate, initiate, and follow through on their vision. Because it's very nice to have a vision, but you have to be able to articulate it to other people exactly what it is you're trying to do. You have to be able to initiate, to be able to take the steps forward to execute. And then you must follow through. Just like the perfect golf swing. It's not swinging with all your might. It's swinging with the intentionality to make contact and send the ball exactly where you want it to go and sometimes even further you might surprise yourself with a good shot just by making sure you follow through because as long as you do your best nothing can stop you and I also would like to end this because you know guys I like to be brief with a challenge I love reading I've been reading a lot more lately, and I challenge all of you to go get a copy of The Four Agreements, whether you've read it or not. 
challenge you to read it again if you have. But The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Little snippet. The book has four agreements that you should live by in your life. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. That's all you can do. Live your life, do your best, and focus on yourself. Because I promise, focusing on everything else will do nothing but bring you anxiety and stress. But if you focus on yourself, good things will come. You will attract those things to you. Oftentimes you find things once you stop looking so hard. Because it was right in front of your face the whole time. So trust and believe in yourself. Believe in your vision. Articulate it. Initiate. And follow through. Enjoy your process. This is your path to greatness and success if you allow it. So, with that being said, I will let you all go. Please be well, be blessed, and I will catch you next time. It's your girl Mo, signing off.